What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of, I don't want to presume that it's your favorite geeky podcast, but come on now. This is the Geek Boutique. My name's JS. This is my buddy, Jeff. Woo! How you doing this week, Mr. Messiah Complex Cosplay? Amaze balls. If I was any better, I would have to be twins just to handle it. Are you really? Yeah. No, no, not really. But uh, no. you got to be like upbeat. Like you want to be a you want to be a downer, Debbie Downer. You know what I mean? No complaints. I mean, I don't. I don't want to restart the conversation that we had earlier on our pre-show live on Instagram called Technical no. Difficulties. No, we don't. Uh, but uh, you know, you sure are growing one hell of a freaking beard, bud. You are looking majestic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the beard the return of the beard uh thank you no. yes it's uh it's it's for billy butcher for third for friday at, at niagara falls comic-con we're doing uh, doing doing some uh the boys so yeah mm. gotta, uh, gotta have the beard in place it'll all be black and this will all be black and I'll, i don't i'm no carl urban but we're gonna give it a shot who else is uh playing the rest of the boys uh editor megan is going to be um mave uh erica oh, really? at yes erica is going to be starlight nice um so there's going to be another starlight i don't remember who that is uh i believe my crazy mike is going to have his homelander on yeah uh yeah so i think for right now i think that's it ah very yeah. cool very cool yeah yeah should be good yeah that should be a good time and this is on should saturday at niagara this is on Friday at Niagara. On Friday at Niagara. Saturday is Mad oh, Max. Oh, Saturday is Mad Max. Yes. And then Sunday yes. is uh, The Witcher. So The Butcher yes. and Blaviken. Yeah. Have yeah. we yeah. have we yeah. spilled those beans yet? About Mike? Okay, no. You know what? No, 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 we haven't. And no, and we'll leave, we'll let him do that. Okay. Guys okay oh boy yeah Oof. i don't know if the yeah. world's ready for that yet but. yeah that's gonna be something else aye, uh, aye. i mean i hope a lot of pictures are taken because i want to see that picture all over the internet my friend i'm sure uh who's, who's the who's the deep i don't know eric who's the deep maybe we maybe you should come out and be the deep for us on uh on saturday there you go yep uh carl urban love him yes, yeah yes, I do too. He, yeah uh, he's guys. fantastic yeah he, um i don't think there's anything i've ever seen him in that i was like oh that sucked like he was a good dread he was a good bones he's a good billy butcher he's, he's good aomer good in, he was and good, good air uh yeah he even had a he had a tv show that only lasted one season but it was called almost human yeah, was which like, was uh, actually really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I was I was yeah. pretty bummed when uh yeah when they canceled it after one season, but yeah. Uh, hey, it was uh, a folks, slow burn. I got that. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. I just a warning to anybody that's actually watching us. Um, if I'm a little bit squirrely tonight, my back is friggin' killing me. So, you know, I'm having a hard time staying in position. I mean, it's not like I I, I do a whole lot of staying in one position anyway, but you know. Just putting it out there, and if I sound a little stuffed up, yes, I am a little stuffed up. Thank you very much. Uh, we're gonna talk some Star Trek tonight, but uh, for some reason, we ended up talking about Phase Five of the MCU earlier on the pre-show, and we're trying to think what was even in Phase Five so far, and was anything actually good out of Phase Five other than this new Guardians movie, which surprisingly I really liked. Like it was a lot of fun so does that having like just not to to uh, get off the face five topic but does seeing that really good guardians film give you more hope for dc 
since that's James Gunn, right? So now that's the last James Gunn product. That's a, that's seen. a that's a trap, isn't it? That's no, a, no, uh, I'm not trying to trap you. I'm trying to ask you a legitimate question because so far, uh, Gunn did Guardians One, which is good. Guardians yeah. Two, which sucked. Yeah, the Suicide Squad, which was like. Eh. I enjoyed the Suicide Squad. Yeah, like it's good, but it's really not good. like, oh my God, that's amazing. And now he's done Guardians 3, which apparently is really good. So, like. I don't know. Listen, I. Uh... Are you going to Anime North, Jeff? I heard rumors, but that makes no sense. I actually am going to be yes, at Anime yes. North. Yes, yes. I'm going to be working with my friend Aaron through Goes. So, that's the mobile video game setup. I'm going to be helping with the virtual gaming and such. So. I will be there in an official capacity. I will not be there as part of the Geeks and Co. or just walking around. The I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to be working for all three days. So yeah, I've got. I mean, is he going to have you wear one of their T-shirts? Because if he's not, <laughs> I'm sending you another Geeks and Co. T-shirt to wear while you're there. <laughs> uh that's a good question. I I already have a bunch. You don't have to send me. I I got Geeks and Co. shirts. Don't worry about that. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I know we get a T-shirt, but I don't know if I actually. I asked if we could, if we're allowed to do it in cosplay, and he said yes, as long as it wouldn't impede whatever we're doing. Ah, so. Uh, so you're probably just gonna dress up. I, you know, I I don't know. Hmm. I mean, food for thought. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't go to Anime North. I've never even been to Anime North. Nor have I, and I would not, uh, not for this. Uh, Hobo Jedi. I mean, again. I feel. I just feel like Anime North and, and Fan Expo have kind of become like the same show, but like you know how Toronto Comic Con and Fan Expo used to be the same show, but smaller, and now it feels like fan. Well, even Comic Con, they all feel like they're just one big show now. They all feel the well. Same. To be fair, Toronto Comic Con and Fan Expo are run by the same people. At least Anime North oh, is they not are. run by the same people. Like it is a different set of people. Yeah, run Anime North. So fair enough. Hopefully, that means you're going to see some different shit. But I hope so. Uh, I get what you're saying for sure. We should go check it out. You know what? We should make a point to at least go one day. You know, buy some tickets, go check it out. Not even, not even bother dressing up. Just maybe uh, bring our camera and uh, go see what it's all about. Because I'm not into anime. I don't know anything about anime. So I don't feel comfortable cosplaying something that I'm not, you know. No, and I wouldn't be cosplaying anything anime because I don't know anime either. But yeah, I don't know. I may just go on my civvies. Who knows? Uh, should we address right off the bat the big news or the big gotcha or the big whatever you want to call it that happened this week in Trek? Because it blew my head off my shoulders this morning, and I quickly sent you a picture that's now been since taken down. Uh, well, the picture that I sent you is still there, but the article is gone, and the video is gone, and the ad on the Crave app is gone. Mm -hmm. uh, does anybody know what we're talking about here? You want to introduce what we're about to see? On... A preview, a premiere, a pre-something for Strange New Worlds, which, by the way, is coming out in a month. Yep. Crave in Canada. I, yeah, I think Crave is only in Canada. Released a short clip that apparently accidentally showed Boimler and Mariner from Lower Decks in their live-action appearance in the second season of Strange New Worlds. So having said that, we knew there was a crossover. And we knew that it was going to be on Strange New Worlds in season two. What we didn't know is what that would look like or what form that would take. Now we 
have a better idea of what that's going to look like. I don't know if we're going to get an animated Pike and Una and Spock, but we are definitely getting a live action Boimler and Mariner from Strange New Worlds in their Strange so, New Worlds uniforms, by the way, guys. Like, it's not like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're full like Strange New Worlds. They're clearly being taken from their universe and plunked into into this one. this universe and or yeah. timeline because of course the events here take place way before the events on lower decks and the overall star trek timeline so yeah because lower decks is post <clears throat> like voyager right it's, yeah it's, oh yeah uh it's uh, Voy. thank you very much we call it Voy. Voy. okay yeah, post Voy. come on now okay Let, let's you know All right true yeah. fans true yeah. fans call Voy. okay um <laughs> Sorry, that is yeah, from Lower Decks. Strange I'm sorry. New Worlds is obviously previous to all that, right? So, I don't know. Uh, when I was reading the article, they they referenced the fact that the majority of the of the story would be in Strange New Worlds live action, which implied that there was also going to be an episode on Lower Decks that's going to have the Strange New Worlds cast. So the story is either going to start or end on Lower Deck, and then it's going to bleed. It's probably going to start on Lower Deck, and then the culmination of the, the actual story is going to be in Strange New Worlds. At least that's what they made it sound like. But isn't Strange New Worlds out first? Wouldn't it? What? A Strange New Worlds is out first. That's <laughs> right. right. So when does Lower Deck Strange come New out? Worlds, and then it would, it would uh, at some time towards it... the end of this year, I think. Ah, uh, so then, yeah. I believe so. So I don't know. Then I don't know what they were. I don't know. Then maybe there's a part of the actual episode that's going to be animated. It's it's all I know. Is, you know what? Let's just show the clip. Let's just show the clip real quick. Here it is. <laughs> Boom. There we go. Doing it live. So, so the people that are watching us on uh, YouTube. So there's the actual clip that uh, Mr. Jeff was able to find. As you can see, it's literally just one second. Uh, but somebody was bright enough to boom screenshot that one second. And there they are. So we don't know a couple of things. We don't know if this is on the Ritos, the Cerritos, or if this is on the Enterprise, because honestly, that transporter pad could be either, because we don't it know could. what a live action Cerritos yeah. transporter path would be like. But we are definitely getting, yeah, you could see. Now, one thing I want to note that I find interesting is that it doesn't look like Boimler's hair is purple in this. If it is, it's definitely not like the bright purple he's got on the show. That's like a dark you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, right. I I'd be willing to say that if if you get him right under a light, that It'll his hair probably shines purple. Okay, right. The the reflective in his hair is probably purple. Right. Because the way that they sell shade his hair on the show, you know what I mean? Like it's that's I think that's what they might be trying to replicate here. But who knows? I mean, you're right. In this picture, it just looks like it's black hair. Yeah. which would to me make no sense the whole like his purple hair is kind of the whole yeah I mean, although yeah the uniforms, is, right? the uniforms look good the uniforms look good man the uniforms look good but i mean yeah you've been able to you can buy a strange new world uniform like they've they're, they've been around for a while now already right so right, it's not like right. we had never seen these you can actually buy one of these so it's neat that we're going to see them on tv for the first time uh, and this is what I, and, and I want to point something out here. Um, this came to me actually when I was reading this whole thing this morning. And I, I throughout every single Star Trek show, 
We've always had a new uniform. Actually, on Next Gen, we had two uniforms. On Deep Space Nine, we also had two uniforms. On Voyager, we had two uniforms. Like, we could constantly get new and updated uniforms, and I hope they keep doing that because I love that. I love seeing the different styles and being able to... I mean, I don't have... I only have the Strange New Worlds uniform, but people like friggin' Mike, Mike, Michael over here probably has them all, right? Yeah, it's... I'm not going to lie. It is it is kind of... There's a bit of cognitive dissonance a little bit. Like, it's... Because they are, at the end of the day, a military organization. They are. But there's no consistency amongst even ship to ship what uniforms that that particular ship is employing or wearing at any one given time. So it's, for me, it's the, it kind of, it's sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, it takes me out a little bit mm-hmm. watching a ship meet a ship. They're, they both work in Starfleet. They both even have the same type of ship and yet each crew has their own separate unique uniforms. I'm like, it's not really how that's supposed to work in a military environment, but I understand it's, the, it's Starfleet. So maybe they're a little more lax when it comes to that kind of stuff, but. But even through the movies, right? Even through the classic movies. First, you had the gray pajamas in in the motion picture, and then you moved over to the Monster Maroon, and you know what I mean? Like, they've always kind of played with how the uniforms looked, sometimes based on the budget they had to spend, sometimes just based on they wanted to differentiate the look. Because even these guys, the funny part about about Strange New Worlds is these are the same characters that were on Discovery, and the uniforms are similar to how they looked on Discovery, but they're still not the same. They are still different than they were on Discovery. They're very so different. even in like the ensuing, like this year we're wearing this one, and then next year we're wearing slightly different than this one, but definitely different. Yeah. <clears throat> so that gets a little bit weird after a while, but and next gen, by the way, I next like gen that. had way more than two uniforms. Next gen had like seemingly like a like a bunch. Because they had first they had the overall the one piece with no collar. Yeah. Then they had the one piece with the collar. Then they had the two piece. Then they had the, the uh, you know what, the, you're right. The gray undershirt with the thing over top. Then Picard would just like so that I'm going to wear a jacket this week. That didn't come in till that started in DS9. Yeah, but they wore and them. And it in bled Nemesis. into the movies. Yeah, yeah, but that's next what I'm saying. So the next generation had wore them. Ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the next generation yeah. crew wore them, but wore yeah, them. That's in... sorry. That's listen, listen, Captain Nitpicky, settle down over there. Well, right? hey, look, that's we're doing a Trek episode, and you're talking smack. You're all over, but I'm talking smack. I'm just saying it'd be nice to have some consistency. Like, look at the Discovery uniforms. Like, the original Discovery uniforms are fucking blue. Like, they don't look anything like any of the other uniforms. No, of any kind. Of any kind. So, like, after a while, you're just like, okay, like, how is any other race supposed to know who the fuck is Starfleet when every time one of these bimbo yeah, shows enough. up, they look completely different from every other person that showed up? Fair enough. And now you got yeah. the Strange New Worlds one, or not Strange New Worlds, uh, 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 Lower Decks, which are great. But com- get completely different from every other Starfleet uniform we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and I get it, it's for us so that we can differentiate between the different franchises and everything. Like, I get why. It's just in my brain, I'm just like, this isn't how this would work. They would all have the same uniform, so there'd be consistency across the whole fleet. Like, wait, wait, are you, don't, you don't say, are you, are you a nerd about this type of stuff? I mean, like, I mean like... I'm trying not to well actually it, but I mean, honestly. <laughs> If you were like an alien race and you just had first contact with Starfleet and then like a fucking month later, Starfleet shows up and it's a completely different looking bunch of people not wearing the same shirts or uniforms at all. What would you be like? Or like, how do I know these are the same dudes? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I like it, but I don't like it. No, and that's fair. That's totally fair. I, uh, I dig it. 
Uh, I always dug it. I mean, I always loved the fact that there were so many different uniforms and, you know, uh, I loved the, you know, everything that they had to give us, especially in the early days, right? Like, like even the, if you look at the phasers, you know, remember how the phasers evolved, even the next gen from the original phaser till they've got these phaser rifles by first contact. You know what I mean? Like the phasers in next gen, there were a million different types. And, and if I could have them all on a shelf, I probably would. Oh, Actually, no maybe I should make them all, but you know. Hey, yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you mean? Uh, you know, I'm always too busy making other stuff. That's my problem, right? I'm yes. making other stuff, which by the way, folks, I am in the process right now of making a Bo-Katan helmet. That's right. I'm making a Bo-Katan helmet. I will be raffling it off. Um, I mean, the plan is to raffle off some helmets at Fan Expo. And uh, maybe we're going to start selling tickets online. Maybe we sell them ahead of time. Maybe, I don't know. But you keep some your eyes on, on my specific Instagram. I'm going to be posting some progress shots as I go along. I'm also building a armor helmet. I'm also building a Mando helmet. Now, that's the one that's going to be fun to, to watch because I'm going to use a new technique to chrome it. And it's mind-boggling. Uh, we actually, me and you saw a guy in one of those at London Comic Con last year in a Mando done in that technique. He won the comp, he won the cosplay competition. Nice. So nice. how he did his is how I'm doing my help. Uh, that again, just, as is, yeah, yeah, that's a side, that's a segue folks, a side, a side dish. That's probably going to be fan expo We're we're thinking about doing for fan expo. raffles for fan expo for yeah. for helmets that js is going to uh, print up and paint and provide so keep your eyes peeled yes his yes. space and the geeks and co space and then of course to our booth at fan expo which we are in the midst of trying to put together and, and figure out what we're going to do cosplay wise and mm. themes and all that kind of jazz so yeah let's you guys have any input or any feedback on yet. any of that no no beans are going to be spilled so there's a whole bunch of things going on in the background. We had a huge team meeting there just the other night. So there's there's a few irons in the fire right now that we're trying to sort out. Uh, what we do want to say, though, is we are going to be having some posts very, very soon about uh, our May the 4th that we had literally two weeks ago today. Yes. Uh, in celebration of the raffle that we did and the money that we raised for charity and all that stuff. Huge thank you to everybody that came out to that. We are literally already talking about what we're going to do for next year. Um, big, big Can't ups to people enough. No, London Brewing Co-op, Dad Club, and then all the contributors to the raffle prizes, and then everybody that came out. All the out. cosplayers that came out. <clears throat> no, it went so well, way better. I'm not going to lie to you. I went into it with a lot of trepidation, and it went way better than I thought it was going to go. So, And it looks like next year is going to be even better than that. So uh, thank you once again. But keep an eye on the Geeks & Co. Instagram account specifically because we are going to be putting together a post. We've just been waiting for some material to come in. Uh, we're going to be putting together a post uh, celebrating the fact that we we uh, we had that, and you guys were so supportive and came out and did such a great job with it. So, any hoodles, yeah. back to Trek, back to Trek. You, uh, I see you pulled up a picture of Boimler there. I don't know if it's because you wanted to show what he uh, looked. Well, like just the, the just the hair. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all I was like when we're talking about the purple hair. Like it's not yeah. like it's subtle. No, no, it's, it's like his hair. hair is is very purple. Yeah. So we're going to see what they sort of do with it if if they're able to get it to look somewhat I understand it, it may not be feasible to have this kind of color hair on a uh, on a live action person but yeah we'll we'll see what happens but I'm kind of curious what's and, what's happening. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. 
Yeah, I was just going to say the fun part about this, for those that don't know, the actual voice actors are playing the characters. Right. Uh, I forget their names now. Yeah, Tawny Newsom is, uh, yes. plays Mariner and Jack yeah. Quaid plays Boimler. So they will be themselves in live action. Uh, both are already established um, actors in, in Hollywood. Both have had work in the past. So uh, you guys would know Jack Quaid probably mostly from uh, The Boys. He plays Huey on The Boys. It's probably his biggest role to date. Um, he co-stars in that show with Carl Urban. So, yeah. Yeah, they're actually playing themselves. I don't know how many of... I don't know if we're just getting Beckett and Boimler or if we're getting all... Like, I don't know if we're getting Tendi. I don't know if we're getting Rutherford. I don't know if we're getting... Like, I don't know if we're getting a lot of the Strange... Or, sorry, a lot of the Lower Decks cast on Strange New Worlds. If it's only going to be those two. If there's going to be a flip-flop. If we're going to get to see an animated Pike, Spock, and Una. Like, who knows? But... At least we know we're getting live action Mariner and Boimler for sure. So yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if we only get the two. I also wouldn't be mad if that's all we got. <laughs> yeah, the cat right. doctor. That would be interesting for them to give us a yeah. live action. Uh, I would I would like to see that. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, they haven't shied shied away from uh, showing uh, Orion. So I mean, it's certainly possible plausible that they would bring Tendi over for sure. Although I don't think the Tendi actress looks anything like Tendi herself, so that might be a bit of a challenge. I guess I guess that's the other challenge is if that the, the live action actor doesn't look anything like their animated counterpart. I guess that might make it a little bit more challenging. But yeah, I mean, the cat doctor they could just put her in a like you know. I just don't want to look like the movie Cats because ooh, you don't want to be you don't want to be trending down that. <clears throat> I'm trying to anyway, see guys, who actually plays her. Both shows are good. Like, make sure you're checking out both Strange New Worlds, which is in, which both shows are episodic, by the way. So there's no they're not serialized. I mean, I some mean... of them have they have serialized elements, but the, the, it is like each new episode is a new episode. It's not like you know, it's not like Discovery where it's one continuous arc throughout you're getting like separate episodes just lower decks is animated and it's and it's meant to be comedic but still like a love letter to trek and then strange new worlds is literally meant to be like the throwback it's meant to look like the original series and i think they do a pretty good job of doing that as far as that goes but anyways sorry what yeah the uh the actress <laughs> that um uh, that plays tendy could totally play her oh perfect yeah, badgie totally <laughs> no and not badgie Sam but, totally, no 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 badgie no but, pe but, but peanut hamper no pe no peanut hamper <laughs> what's the other ai you uh, absolutely have peanut one. hamper yeah no, uh, no i don't want any of that nonsense yeah. like, that's well fun. technically technically peanut hamper was already live action and then went over to lower decks animated so bringing it back to live action would be easy that's all it was it started out life as live action so that's not that's neither here nor there but badgy yeah. yeah i uh <laughs> that would be funny i'm not gonna lie that would be funny but <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah i don't and know even we'll... even the guy that plays uh rutherford yeah i mean they they could all play themselves totally okay, well maybe we'll get the only one really movie. when i'm looking at the cast the only one that is a little weird is ransom because rancer is jerry o'connell Oh, he could absolutely Jerry O'Connell. I mean, he doesn't look like ransom at all. Come on. They Not could they me. could they could they could ransom him up. Come on. He's a handsome dude. Shax could play Shaq. And he's and he's mar and he's married to Una in real life. Is he really? Yes. Re Rebecca remains his wife. I did not know that. 
Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I, am I talking up my ass? I think so. Okay. Let's fact check here. Let's fact check. Well, uh, hold on. Yeah. Oh, not, you're right. You, you, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're we're married. married. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, 2007. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, yeah. There you go. So if, yeah, so now if he comes on there. That could make for some funny. They have to have something. Like, there's no yeah. way you don't have some little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The fact that they're actually married in real life. Anyways. Yeah. Should be interesting. What I want to talk to you about, what I want to get your two cents on, and the two cents of anybody that's still watching, is the movie franchise and what the fuck is going on with Trek movies. Because... They had that announcement however long ago that said, yep, Star Trek Force happening. And then like Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine and like all the different stars were like, this is the first we're hearing of it. Like, what the hell are you talking about? So I understand they're using obviously the Star Wars. Well, Star Wars is using the Star Trek model, but you know what I mean? They've decided that that TV is where it's at right now. And I get it, man. That makes perfect sense. But are we ever going to get back to an actual movie universe do we reboot it again do we have a takeoff on something else do they stick with the kelvin what do you want to see out of the movie side of things right now because i'm gotta, kind of itching I'm, for like now that yeah. the card has happened and we we've seen what a movie could be like a really good star trek movie could be now i want a really good star trek movie so i mean i i i understand what you're saying um seeing what they did with Picard makes me rethink do we even need a movie? Yeah, yeah we do. Because a movie's never going to be as good as what they were able to do over a whole season of Picard. How are you going to do something better than that in a 2-hour movie? Well, it would cuz it, it I do understand what you're saying. And you're not altogether wrong but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try like that's like saying like how are you ever going to do a star wars movie as good as the first season of the mandalorian well you still have to do you still have to put the movie out like you can't you know what i mean like just especially I mean, now I star wars is finally talking about their movie fred like they're finally get they're going to get their movie franchise back on its feet right they finally planned out the films they're going to do like there are going to be star wars movies again there are I think there needs to be Star Trek movies again. I think there, there are right we now found when out that uh, Filoni's uh, not Filoni. Um, Fahey's movie is apparently going to be a, a Knights of the Old Republic or at least Old Republic movie. Okay. That's I, I look a little further into that because I've heard Feige's movie is, is dead. I just read this like yesterday or the day before. I had I, also heard that it was dead. And a lot of projects actually out of Disney that I heard were dead. Like um, uh, the bad, ch the 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 villain in One Division. What was her name? Uh, Agatha. Uh, that the Agatha TV show that was apparently axed. That's still on. Uh, we, we get our new. We get our news sources from very different. I yeah. never heard that Covenant of Chaos was axed. I heard it was always a thing. I never. It even had a uh, release date. Like I don't. I yeah, never well, heard that was okay. axed. I had heard that that yeah. was also being axed, and that's still on. I think Feige uh, himself said the Star Wars movie is not happening. So, I mean, maybe check the source that I you're reading know. because, yeah, yeah I'm almost positive that it's not. Uh, but same with I, Patty Jenkins. I, regardless, regardless, the answer, they are doing movies. The three yeah. movies they've announced, neither, none of them are Feige's movie. And uh, so the three movies they've announced are not any of his. But regardless, we are getting new movies on the Star Wars side. I, 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 can we not 
what's what's wrong so we can't say we can't have movies just because we had season three of picard like that's we no, we, we have no, like no, it's no, not no. that's, that's no, not no. an argument it's not an argument my argument is 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 with how good visually these shows have become how epic in in the production just because of how technology has advanced now that they can make a tv show that looks just as good as a movie and they can spread that story over eight hours or ten hours versus two and a half hours or three hours right yeah and we talked about this like that's 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 why street the streaming services are so fantastic but and that's why they're banging money right now right they're printing money right well no okay so that's the other thing i want to talk to you about because technically like so right now what what did season three of picard do for paramount money-wise like how do you quantify because it sure as hell cost them a lot of money to make that season the only well, way to does. quantify the only there's no commercials there's no advertising to sell no. there's no commercials to sell no i don't imagine there's going to be a ton of merch you're going to sell so the only no. way you can quantify how much money star trek picard season three generated was how many subscriptions additional subscriptions you got to the paramount plus network correct that's it there's no correct. other way to quantify and even then it's hard to quantify one on the other and i know we've had this conversation before it's hard to know someone that subscribes to paramount plus did so specifically for picard or if they wanted to watch yellowstone or whatever whatever else is news. on that they can tell they can tell what you're watching no, of course they could right. no, but right but if they're already uh, watching js and they already have the subscription well but that's not fair because i only subscribe for trek yeah, but you, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, unless we, right. I call your house and be like, why did you get involved with Paramount Plus and you save for Picard? Then we don't know if that's what's happening. No, but again, so it's like hard to they, quantify a number well, specifically for like Disney Plus. Put it this like, way, Jeff. Would you prefer me giving you $100 or would you prefer me giving you $20 every week for the next year? Uh, it's, I get what you're 100%. Of course, $20. My question, to, okay, let me inverse the question to you. If they take, if Picard never happened, yeah, is there suddenly not a Paramount Plus anymore? No, but if Picard doesn't happen, right now, Star Trek is only hanging off of, let's be honest, Strange New Worlds, right? Because Strange New Worlds was the big Star Trek hit up until Picard. Picard not eclipsed all of that. But not right? Star Trek. I'm not talking about Star Trek. I'm talking about the streaming platform itself. So does Paramount Plus still exist? Well, without... well of course they still exist. Well, that's, that's so that's the point of I'm trying to make. They still exist, but Star Trek is their it's their only real money making franchise. Well, no, Yellowstone is definitely their their other big uh, money making franchise. Yellowstone hasn't been running since 1963. Sorry, 1962. Right? No, no, no. The Kevin Costner TV show that's like winning that's all the awards. That's what I'm saying. It has not like... been running since 1962. Right, Star Trek has. Oh, so, right. The so, Paramount, the Paramount Plus network has not been running. We're talking about I how know. to quantify the dollars being spent. That's all I'm trying to say. I know. How do you quant with movies? Ultimately, was this point I'm trying to make before we yes, done this giant there's a box office hole. number there. You have how much you spent on production, how much you spent, Correct. and then Yellowstone has been canceled. Yes, there's one more season. They're going to finish uh, out season five, but then they have this the three spinoff shows with a fourth spinoff show on the way. Right. So because you get told. Yes, you get Tulsa King, you get 1893, and then 1922, right? So those three are King. all in the same universe. Really? Yep. Taylor Sheridan made all three films. They're all in the same universe. The shows are all in the same universe. And there's now a fourth show coming out as well. But all in that networks. same. 
Now that doesn't mean Taylor Sheridan didn't do that particular thing, and that's what is. I'm huh. not look look it up, bro. I'm not making interesting. Any of this up. I didn't realize Tulsa yeah. King was in the same. I knew <laughs> it was from by the same people, but same people. Well, maybe I maybe that's realize. what it is. Then maybe it's maybe it's not the same quote unquote uh, universe. Fair it's just the same people. Regardless, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What storyline would you like to see for the next Star Trek movie if you had control over it? Well, that's the point I'm trying to. Like, we we have to get back to the fact that can they make money making Star Trek films now? How much money do they actually make with the TV shows? How do you quantify all that fucking jazz, right? So, so I don't know because if you look at the current Kelvin timeline cast, I mean, as much as I don't hate them, I'm not in love with them, right? Like, sure, Chris Pine is a great Kirk, but you know, I don't care if, if they make another movie or not, that specific cast. So for me, if you're gonna be making another Trek movie, it can't I, I don't I don't care to see another one with these guys. I would prefer to see something different, something new. If you're going to make a start, okay, so hot take, guys. If you're going to make a Star Trek movie, you need to start a whole new Trek. Mm -mm. That's what I think. If you're really? going to make a Star Trek movie, it needs to be another Trek. It needs to be, you know, how we've got Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks and whatever this is. And it'd be a series of movies. That's what I think would work. What is the best piece of Star Trek media you've seen in the last 20 years? Star Trek Picard season three. And what is that based on? Ah, yes. Okay. So that, so instead of making that into a TV show, you could totally take that concept of the Titan or what is now the new Enterprise G folks. Sorry for the spoiler. Um, and make a series of movies with that. With seven as captain, I would watch the shit out of that. I would totally oh, watch the shit out of that. Because we do this yeah. all the time, and I find myself getting caught up in this too. Even talk about the Star Wars, they're like, you have to completely get away from everything that's familiar. And do you know every time they've tried that, it's completely fucking bombed because we want to see what we're familiar with. I'm we want to have needs to be something that's not familiar. That's not what I'm saying. I'm very adamant that if you're going to make more Trek, you need to make 24th century fucking Trek. Okay, stop giving us all sorts of past things and future things, and keep us in the Picard timeline. Right. Right. See, there's now we're making progress. This is what I'm saying. What yeah. should it look like? Yeah, there's a lot of stories you could do there, but I don't want it to just be a show ba or a movie based on the cast from Strange New Worlds. No, that's not what I want to see in a movie. Right. I don't want to see a next gen movie. I want to see a movie that's going to be its 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 own thing. And and the Titan or Legacy, whatever you want to call it, that could work. I think that could work. Now, does, would that preclude the TV show, though, that they keep pushing for? Because that's what legacy would be, right? Legacy would I, be I think that it's either TV or. show. I, I think it either needs to be a TV show or, or a series of movies. Um, Which would you like, prefer it to be? Because it sounds like you prefer it to be the, uh, the TV show. I would show. still prefer it to be a TV show, for sure I would. So then that takes us back. Do we for make sure more Star Trek movies? I, don't, I hate the argument that we shouldn't make Star Trek movies anymore because the Star Trek on TV is so good. I, I fucking hate that. Because that, why do I have to pick? Because sometimes I want to be in a theater with a giant fucking screen. Okay, so let me ask you this sound. then. So then what would you do? Like, what what would make you want to go see a Star Trek movie on the big screen versus sitting at home and watching it week over week or maybe binge watch it over a weekend? What would make me go watch it? Yeah, what, what, what would be that movie that would get you out to a theater and watching and paying for a Star Trek movie? What's something that, movie? that would Something that would bridge the gap between... Um, showing me something new while still maintaining a legacy presence of some kind. 
Okay, so, so whether that Star would Trek be, I, I, I'm not as slavish <laughs> to the 24th century timeline as you are. I don't yeah. really care what the timeline would be because this story would trump that anyways. Like that would make a difference. I wouldn't care. Yeah, if fair it was enough. Kelvin, or if it was past, or if it was future, or whatever. Um, as long as whatever story they told was good, but it needs to be in universe. For me, it needs to be in universe. Yeah, I mean, it's still Star Trek, right? It still has to be Star Trek. So same with the Star Wars stuff. But like the Star Wars stuff, yeah, you're getting like, you're getting stuff in broad sweeping different time frames now. And all of the Star Wars stuff, the stuff that hasn't worked has been stuff that has not been familiar. So I still think you have to have that familiarity at the same time you have to find a way to, to bridge something new, which I thought was what the Kelvin movies were trying to do. Tickle you with the familiar, but make sure you're looking at something new. That's, that's what you got with the Kelvin movies. I understand they, yeah. weren't, they weren't necessarily that whatever beloved but at the end of the day that's what we're talking about whether it's in this current continuity or not blah 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 it's still hey this looks familiar these are characters we know but it's a slightly different take on them and it's a slightly different thing i don't know man like that's huh i'm not okay. saying they so gotta like, reboot i'm not saying they gotta like, reboot it again but what would you so but like what characters yeah, yeah yeah pause pause no, no, no. pause, pause. No, you're hold talking on. about this what would it look what like characters are you talking no, about hold on what would it look like if they reboot now that it's done now that picard season three is done what would it look like if they kelvined next gen so do you know why next gen worked so well no please tell me because it wasn't trying to be the original series Right. First two first two seasons it was after that no, it wasn't at all because it wasn't it wasn't like the originals they, they weren't Kirk Spock and Bones right they were first of all they were five they weren't three uh they were, and they were completely different so. characters and it was a completely different ship and it wasn't just trying to redo the same people and that's what got the old Trek fans in and saying oh yeah this actually works because that was the problem people were having with it originally was why do we need to recast William Shatner? Why do we need to recast Leonard Nimoy? But that's not what Next Gen was doing. Right? At, at first, it kind of was a little bit because Roddenberry was running it. Like, they even had that same, that Naked Time and Naked Now. Like, they had two episodes, the episode of the original season episode of the Next Gen that was essentially the same episode. For um, sure. Just, just done over again. So when Roddenberry was still running Next Gen, that first, first and second season, it was very much like the original series. After that, it found its legs, it grew its beard, and it, and it took off on its own thing in its own direction. Which so is I when it really started getting good. But you didn't answer my question. Sorry, what was your question? What would it look like if you Kelvined? So if you essentially reboot or recast the next generation, now that Picard is done. Could you get away with that? Now that those actors are older, they've had their time, they had that nice wrap-up season on Star Trek Three. Five years from now, Paramount comes to you and says, we want to reboot Next Gen for the big screen, much like we did with the Kelvin movies. We want to give you all your familiar characters, new takes on them, but it's going to be Picard and Data and Riker and Worf and Tasha. Like, it's going to be that crew reimagined with different actors. Could you do it? I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Is it too soon? How much time 100%. would need to go by? I don't know if any if if there is enough time between me and you if we have enough time to reboot it and people accept it is the thing, right? If they do that, you know the Trek 
Let's ask the chat. Is Michael still in the chat? I mean, we've only got a couple people left in the chat here. No, we've 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 we've, ki- we've killed we've killed the views with this we've Star Trek the talk. Views. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do a show that sets up something. Hey, hang on. What's Keith saying here? Do a show that sets up something big, but the culmination could be a movie to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. In the next. So season, that's what they're yeah. kind of doing with Star Wars right now. Yeah. That's what Filoni's Star Wars movie is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a culmination of all of Filoni's TV shows. Yes. So the only problem that I find with that, Keith, is that you now if you haven't slavishly watched every single show, that movie is now like that movie is only going to be appealing to everybody that's watched all the shows. You won't appeal to the general public with it. Which is what the Kelvin movies were really trying to do. The Kelvin movies were trying to bring Star Trek to the masses as opposed to the same niche core group of people that were just going to see Star Trek movies because they were Star Trek movies, right? At the end of the day, for these movies to be successful, you've got to be able to bring non-Trekkies into the theater to watch it and enjoy it. You guys geeked out too hard, says Megan. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I like that the, idea, Keith. Right? I'm not against it, but at the at the end of the day, that's I don't think that's the way to start to restart a Star Trek movie franchise that would bring the most eyeballs in. But that's we always did that. the, the problem, right? Is how do you how do you bring in the new fans without alienating alienating the old fans? Well, right? you you have to pick, and at the, and at this point in Star Trek's life, I, yeah, I don't. At this point in Star Trek's life, where Star Trek is so good and so big, you don't fuck with it. As far as I'm concerned, you don't go chasing new fans when you've got a huge following behind you right now. A big enough following that Paramount now has five Star Trek shows in production, right? Let's not forget that. So do you then? I forget nothing. Well, I mean, but I get. I, I I'm not. I'm just. Memory I'm of an just, elephant. I'm just stirring the pot at this point. Like I'm not trying to say that we should run right out right now and make a new Star Trek movie. Yeah, I excuse me. But at the I, end of the day, how do you make a broadly appealing? A new film series we need to be carefully navigated. We are at a high point with the end of Picard. Paramount needs to tread carefully. Yeah. yeah. So that's the other thing too, right? So Picard's over. Discovery, which I know has its haters, is also going to be over. There's only one more season of that. So after that, what are we left with that's currently running? We would have Lower Decks. Mm-hmm. We would have Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. And Prodigy. And Prodigy. What we have coming is Starfleet Which, Academy. FYI, is surprisingly good. I only watched the first two episodes. I, I couldn't get into it, so I'll have to get back to really? it. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, I'm getting a bit of a Rebels vibe where I thought it was childish at first. And you are watching. not helping. You are not helping your listen, argument by, by saying that. Listen, when, I, when Rebels came out, I started watching it, and I couldn't get into it, and I quit. And then it's, it, it wasn't until like, the show was over that I came back and rewatched it. And then after watching a full season, it was, I, I'm kind of getting that same vibe with Prodigy, where, yeah, it's a little childish and it's a little silly, but the more I watch it, the more I want to keep watching. I, I mean, that's it, good. Uh, it's, uh, comparing it to the Star Wars animated stuff is not, it's not going to get me watching it, but I mean, well, I know that you don't like it, but yeah. And I tried, case, man. Sorry. I, tried. I forget where you were going with. But I, we're 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 just spitballing. It's just it's just a matter of yeah. Like I, I'm not I'm not negating Michael's point. Michael does make a good point. Like you you've got to don't make the film for the film's sake. I'm I'm not saying that you should, yeah. 
but the counter argument is don't not make the films just because you have TV on. Like that's not, I don't think that's cool either. I think I, I, think I agree it starts with, you. with a good story, a good idea. Why well, every movie bring starts with a good me story, yeah. a good idea and then right. we'll talk about it. Right. Like right, right. it's one of those things where if you're just going to make a movie to make a movie, then don't make the fucking movie. Cause if you're doing well, great right now on TV, right. But that's like you and I, whenever we talk about this, these other geek movies, like if they make a Star Trek movie, you and I are going to go see the Star Trek movie regardless because we're Star Trek fans. Like that doesn't matter. Right. It could look like a steamy pile dog shit. We're but probably still going to go see shit, it. The, the mass. We need the masses to be able to want yeah, to come see it. Exactly. Right. But Which up until up until Star Trek 2009 hadn't really happened. No. Star Trek 2009 was the first of those films to appeal to a broader, more mass yeah. public. They got some top-rated actors to be in that. Mm -hmm. Launched, and launched, maybe didn't launch Chris Hemsworth's career, but I mean, it was one of Chris Hemsworth's first main Hollywood roles. It's pre-Thor yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Played George Kirk, for those that don't know, and he's he's supposed to come back for the fourth one, if they ever make that. See, I don't have a problem with the fourth Kelvin movie as long as the story's good. and, and... Yeah, because the fourth Kelvin movie was supposed <clears throat> to focus on George. It was supposed to focus on his story and be a bit of a back-and-forth in the timeline right uh yeah, i knew they were bringing him back and they wanted to have him back especially since he'd been thor and such problem there of course is that pretty much everything that chris hemsworth has done outside of marvel has has maybe not been the best i don't know things. he did a movie for uh netflix uh, that's i th i think you just picked up the only one that kind of went over yeah that one was really good because he did that man in black international and that bombed and he did that ghostbusters movie with the girls and that bombed and yeah. then yeah so i mean he had like not a lot and then he did i think he did one called black hat that was that didn't just bomb that like a critically eviscerated or black black hat i think it was black hat anyways he hasn't had a lot of luck outside of the mcu as far as box office movies again netflix movies hard to tell if that if extraction had been in, released in theaters would it have made extraction. money who the fuck knows i don't i don't know i know they're making a yeah. second one so apparently it must have done well for Netflix, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I am fine with the George Kirk story if, if that's the way they want to do it, especially in the Kelvin timeline, because things are a little bit different over there, but I don't know, man. Maybe yeah, he's saying, had yeah, bad he's luck outside, 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 of, the, outside yeah. of the MCU. Yeah, so, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to the Kelvin people coming back. I would just prefer it be something else, right? it be not a reboot. Well, have you seen right? um, the Dungeons & Dragons film? I have not seen that yet, and apparently it's fantastic. It is quite good, and Chris Pine is quite good in it, but it gets yeah. you back to seeing him in, like, an ensemble-style cast. Yeah. With a with a bad and, and, and an adventure and humor and, and fighting and magic. So it's it's very much just like medieval Star Trek. Like he's the captain. Yeah, he's so it's got like a crew. A Star Trek, you know, a cute <laughs> snap them to medieval times. Yeah, exactly. So that <laughs> like if you're gonna do a Trek movie, that is a good sort of blueprint to take a beloved IP franchise that millions of people know, but is still rather niche, and then make it palatable to the general public. I think that's important because especially with that movie, you have a lot of like nods, like a little wink to people that have played Dungeons and Dragons before that if you have that background, you get to be like, oh, that's, but you don't need it to still appreciate and enjoy. And I think that's what a Star Trek movie has to look like. Exactly that nods and winks and little like, hey, I know what that is, but you don't have to have that in place mm -hmm. before. That's why I like Keith's idea about having a, you know, do the show and then culminating it. But then you're really hemming yourself into a corner where you almost turn into Marvel. Have you seen all the Marvel things? If you haven't seen all the no, Marvel things, 
that's you're the not thing. what's going on right and and i get they they want to mcu everything and, and i'm sure paramount's trying to do the same thing with with star trek they want to mcu star trek but well they're definitely mcuing star wars that's, you got to be careful with that so. because that that stuff doesn't always work right look at what's no. happening with with phase four and phase five of the mcu right oh my god that ant-man and the wasp quantum mania was such a piece of shit that was such a bad yeah. movie and now was, apparently they're actually I was getting so rid of... blown away by how bad that movie was i was like how bad could this be i went in to watch it i'm like i like paul rudd i like michael douglas i like michelle pfeiffer like i like everybody in this movie how bad could this be it's so bad <laughs> there's nothing it's not and it's not even like it's so bad it's good it's just bad like don't watch that movie if you don't have to watch that movie don't now mind you and there's a whole lot going on with jonathan majors right now in the law with the, he's having some issues with the law and so i, I don't know what's gonna happen with kang if they're gonna have to you know recast there's rumors or, he's being recast yeah there's always rumors but i mean who yeah. knows nothing's confirmed yet we don't know no. but no yeah I see yeah yeah good yeah that's that's Steve's got it yeah they're good parts I don't know what parts those are but movie overall was messed up and then Megan uh I just watched it again last night and I was like oh this is bad why did you do that to yourself twice yeah Megan? why would that you watch no that sense. twice Woo, that was some bad but they're obviously are setting up Kang especially with all the post-credit scenes so I mean you you by the way you could watch just the post-credit scenes of that film and you you would still be fine I think with moving forward in the MCU to know what, what kind of the things that happened in the film that you needed to know, but holy shit, was it bad? Everybody's bitching about Eternals. Eternals is a masterpiece compared to that thing. Mm -hmm. The magnifying glass head guy, I loved him. Oh yeah, that guy, that guy was kind of cool for the fourteen seconds. Oh, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Crane? No, no, not Mo no, not Modok. No, Modoc. no, no, the, uh, no, 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 the one guy that had literally like the like the light for a head. Oh. <laughs> yeah 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 he was my he was my good parts yeah 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 no modok was dog shit are you kidding me modok was hilarious Modoc, that might be some of the worst i don't even know what you call that like i know people were saying like oh but it's so bad it's good. like it was supposed to be that bad nah kids no. stop it it was no. just bad it was so bad oh but a terrible character yeah that's yeah megan you're absolutely right that's uh just terribly realized the character itself is is a fun character in the comics, but man alive. And I know they had that brief animated show that had Patton Oswalt doing the voice of it, but holy shit. I know we're off topic, guys, but with Star Trek, whatever you do, don't do that. Don't get caught up in your own hubris so bad that you go and just put together some... I felt so bad. You know who I felt the worst for in that? It wasn't even Paul Rudd. It was Michael Douglas, because you can tell he's just walking around a blue or a green screen set and just being like, what am I pretending to react to this day? Like, he just, he's so high for the whole movie. Like, he just doesn't care. Because he's just walking around a set where he's not seeing anything that's actually supposed to be in front of him. Pretend, ah, oh, terrible. I'll just stay here in the minority. Yes, you will. Because if you like that movie, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, but you don't like The Dark Knight. So your opinion on movies is, Tanith, is completely null and void. You don't get to have an opinion. Mm. She thinks The Dark Knight is a terrible film. Uh, I don't think it's a terrible film. I don't think it's as good as the praise that it got. What the fuck is going on? Uh, I think who that, are you people? Uh, Beyond is better than not Beyond. Uh, Begins is better than The Dark Knight for me. Oh, oh, uh, it's like I don't even know you people anymore. I don't. Yeah, what, what I don't know. I don't think it sucks. I think it was I'm a good movie. 
I'm gonna I think that Heath Ledger gave us a performance that <laughs> redefined the Joker, right? There's only a few people that have redefined what really the Joker was, and, and that was clearly an amazing Joker. Yeah, back to Trek Silver Play. Yes, we'll get back to Trek in a second here. Uh, okay, you know what? Fine, let's just get. Back to uh, <laughs> we can't fall down this rabbit hole because you're all wrong. But that's fine. Well, whatever, whatever. I I still say that the Dark Knight was a good movie. It wasn't better than. What did we just say? We were gonna stop we're talking about it. You're like, I want to have I'm one done. more shot of this. Yeah, I'm done. No, I'm, I'm done. done. I've had my say. I'm done. I've had my say. Oh, <laughs> so um, so bad. So How many bad. times have you watched that trailer? Have you, have you, have you, like, do you have an idea? The Strange New World season two trailer? Yes. A million fucking times. I looked up the song that's playing in the background. Did you really? I did. It's called, uh, what's it called again? It's by, uh, it's not by Death Cab for Cutie. It's by uh, the Postal Service, I think they're called. And it's called Such Great Heights is what it is. But then at like the 43 second mark, yes, I know what time in the trailer it happens. It, they take the song and they have this orchestral, like it's an orchestral remix of the song at the 43 yeah. second mark. That's and not it's in the song. So, no, no, that's not the original song. They did it for the trailer specifically, but it's so good. And by the way, my Canadian viewers will keenly note in the little post scene at the end when they're going through the revolving door in the, in the clothing store, they're out of roots. Oh, are they really? They are out of roots. You can see it right on the revolving door on the door handles. It's got the roots logo right on it. So well, isn't this all filmed right here in Toronto? It is. That's why they're out of roots. So, so yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan saying love me a good trailer song. I agree. And usually for me, it's like whatever arrangement they put together for a good trailer song. But this is like an existing song that the first half of the trailer, it's the actual song, and then they they remix it into this amazing orchestral piece that happens. And they and it. It's uh, it's so. I would like the ship to go now. now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so the one thing I am going to say about the trailer that I didn't, I, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy or didn't appreciate, because for those of you that watched season one, it ended on a cliffhanger. Even though it's an episodic show, the cliffhanger was yeah. they arrested Una because Una she is all is, over this trailer. Una is so uh, spoiler alert for season one. Una is a genetically modified person, which in the current Trek universe is big time. No, no, not allowed. That's how that's what led to the eugenics wars. That's what led to Khan. That's what all that thing was. So that's a big no, no. Where her whole race is genetically modified and she is of that race and she's hidden it till now. And somebody told, and she gets arrested at the end of season one. And then she's fucking narrating the trailer for season two. And she's all through the trailer. She's in the trailer. She has the best line in the trailer. When Kirk beams on and then the, 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 the con lady is just looking at him and, and she goes, you're making me sweat. <laughs> you have an energy. <laughs> I'm like, ah. So yeah, I obviously they resolve it. I don't know if I don't know how they resolve it. They don't show us that, but they better not. Dude, it better not just be like they just go into the new season and she's just on the ship. Like, I know it's supposed to be episodic. Don't get me wrong. It's not supposed to be serialized, but don't fuck around. You end the season on a cliffhanger. Resolve that shit first and yeah. don't do it off camera. I don't want her to just suddenly be on the ship and be like, yeah, we figured it all out. It was fine. Anyways, here's one of the episodes. Like, don't do that either. So... What do you think of the fact that that Kirk is coming back? 
because let's be honest, when we got Kirk in season one, um, it was some wibbly wobbly timey wimey shenanigans going on there. It wasn't actually the proper Kirk that we were seeing. It was another timeline's Kirk, where Kirk is captain of a different ship. Right? The Farragut. Yep. The Farragut. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, all of a sudden now he is back on the Enterprise. And they meet him for the first time again, but like, what do you? How do you feel about him coming aboard the Enterprise already, and and they, them reintroducing the character as what looks to be a semi-regular character? Yeah, so we knew that we were going to get Kirk in season two. That's why a lot of us were like, "Why is he here in season one?" We were told he wouldn't appear until season two. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us knew he was going to be there. Um, I love it. I've said this about this show. The part of the reason why I love this this show is to me what what Discovery was kind of supposed to be was something that was happening in universe in canon close to the time of Kirk and Spock and all that. And and then you get a lot of that in season two when we meet Spock and Pike and Una and such on season two of Discovery. Yeah. So, but then of course they completely separate themselves from all of that and they start doing their own thing entirely. This show. It would be weird if we didn't see Kirk at some point, just like it would have been weird if we hadn't seen Robert April, the original captain of the Enterprise, right? Yeah. We get to see him. We get to see Pike. We get to see a lot of the things. Now, canonically, Uhura should not be there this soon, obviously, and they've said yeah. that. The creators have been like, yes, we're taking some liberties with canon, but it's serving the story, and we want to make sure. And by the way, the actress that plays Uhura is fucking brilliant. She's she's killing it. She's amazing. <clears throat> so I'm fine if they mess with the canon a little bit, but I like the fact that they're it's not just like a little bit of lip service here and there. They're like, no, no, no. Like this is a show that's happening in the the time, you know, with the characters that you love, you have to have Kirk on the show. We could argue about the casting and how they did on that. But the fact that Kirk himself is on the show, I think you have to have Kirk there. I think it makes the most sense. Just like at, at some point, you're going to have to have Scotty on. That makes sense, right? Yeah. You've already got your Spock. Now you got your hurt. Like slowly but surely, you're going to keep introducing the cast. Yeah. Until you get to a point. Right? I I I, I don't Do you, know. Like are we, you not are you not down so, with having Kirk on the show? Not really. No. Not really. And I think I think maybe it stems from the fact that I don't like him as Kirk. Right. It's he it's a, it's an interesting choice. There's there's no yeah. question there. He doesn't feel James T. Kirk to me. That's that's the first problem. Right. Um could you imagine though imagine yourself as a hollywood actor you've worked some tv and you get a call from a network i'm sure you had to audition or whatever but you get the call that you are going to be captain james tiberius kirk a character that's been in canon on shows and in movies for over 50 years like 60 years like what like that must be just so ridiculously intimidating for anybody like you're you're stepping in it's like it's like being Batman or Superman. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's even worse than that. I, I I feel like, you know, coming into the shoes of Batman is one thing. There's many people that have played Batman, but oh, good point. Good point. James is really is yeah. really led. Uh, not Larry, what am I saying? Bill Shatner. William Shatner with with a little uh, bit of Chris Pine on the side because I'm sure Pine had the same sort of reservations going in, right? I'm sure he did, and I'm sure a lot of people did. I feel like where Chris Pine was already. Like we already knew who Chris Pine was when they made right. him Kirk, right? Yes. And he yeah. was already the newest Hollywood heartthrob. 
Yes. When they made him Kirk. Right, which, which is the key difference between, worked. yes, between a TV show and a movie, 100%. 100%. I agree. But this guy, I don't even know who he is, right? Yeah, I'm not familiar with, I've never watched anything that he's been in. I know, I, is it Vampire Diaries or something? I don't know. He's, I think he's, that's what producer Jen said, but I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know who he is. So I would not want to be in his shoes. I'm not going to lie to you. Doing yeah. Kirk on TV after doing after William Shatner doing Kirk on TV that that is and I mean technically like like now, um uh Ethan Peck is essentially I doing was the same just thing, about like, to say that right, right right when Ethan Peck came in especially in season two of Discovery when he had the beard on and the longest hair and looked completely different and people hated it and look at how good of a Spock he is he's perfect I don't well, know I that think- we could have got a better Spock well I think part of the like but but how good Think about how colored your view of him as Spock would be if season one of Strange New Worlds had been dog shit, though. I think yeah. part of what lends yeah. itself to it is that that season was so fucking great and he was yeah. such a big part of that season. All of his different storylines and everything else. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Icon, Ethan. Mm, mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he's yeah, yeah. perfect. He is perfect. I think it helps that that, that that show was so done so well and with such reverence for the character and everything else. I think if that season one is dog shit, I don't think he is as well received. Same with, um, same with um, Anson Mount as Pike, right? Like they're so well received because that show was so, so good. So same thing. If we get Kirk scattered throughout season two and season two is just as good, if not better than season one, I think that will give them a chance to have this Kirk grow on us. Because right now we've only seen him in half of one show. Like that's all we've got yeah, exposure and he's to this. Supposed Kirk, to be a regular right? this season. That's what I'm saying. So if this season is as killer as last season was, if not a little bit better, I think we'll get a, a get. Or maybe we won't. I could be wrong. Maybe we'll just be like, that's not my Kirk. But so far, it's been a really great Ahura. It's been a really great Pike. It's been a really great Una. It's going to be really great. Like everybody else that they've cast in these legacy roles has murdered it. I find it hard to believe that they would drop the ball on the, arguably the biggest one of them all with James D. Kirk. I mean, you could, you could probably say Spock, but, you know, it's more popular of the two characters. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I know 100% what you're saying. And I'm trying to see here. Um, there's no real promo material other than the trailer, it looks like. I'm trying to see if he's wearing captain's bars. He's wearing captain's bars. So canonically, I'm sure he had a command before the Enterprise, <clears throat> right? I, I think the Farragut. Look it up. Let's nerd out a little bit here. James C. Kirk first command. Uh, yeah, we we've already we've already bled all the all the all the viewers that we're gonna be. Yeah, there we go. Here we go. Starship Command. Lieutenant Commander on the... No, he became Lieutenant Commander on the Enterprise. Under Carol Marcus. She wasn't on the Enterprise. Upon graduating in the top 5%, Kirk was promoted to Lieutenant and served aboard the USS Farragut. While assigned to the Farragut, Kirk commanded his first planetary survey and surveyed a deadly attack by a bizarre cloud-like creature that killed a large portion of the Farragut's crew, including his commanding officer, Captain Gavorik. Although the surviving executive officer disagreed, Kirk blamed himself for years for hesitating to fire his assigned weapons upon seeing the threat until later encounter with the creature showed that firing immediately with conventional weapons would have been useless anyway. 
Uh, Kirk became Starfleet's youngest starship captain after receiving command of the USS Enterprise for a five-year mission, three years of which are depicted in the original Star Trek TV series. So, yeah, the Enterprise is his first command. It's his first command. Mm -hmm. So why is he wearing captain's bars? Is he? Well, he's got, I mean, hang on. Let's share my screen. Booyah. I can't get it any bigger than that. Sorry, guys. Yeah, those are captain's bars. Clearly right? two gold bars there. So the Enterprise is, whoops, wrong one. If if the Enterprise is his first command, well, A, why is he wearing captain's bars? That, that's my first thing. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. Like, this is supposed to be Pike's Enterprise, not Kirk's Enterprise. Like, that's it is Pike's Enterprise. I, I don't know. Like, it's again. I hate when they do these recastings and reboots. And and for me, Strange New World wasn't a reboot, right? It was meant as canon. It's in canon, right? But yes, correct. So is is this guy playing Bill Shatner like Kirk? Is that what this yes. is? He's playing a young Bill Shatner. Correct. Well, he's well. No, no, no. He's playing a young Captain Kirk. Well, yes. Yeah, but Ethan Peck isn't playing a young Leonard Nimoy. That's not, that's clearly not the vibe that he's going for. So, I mean, I think he kind of is. Like, that's, like, that, that's, mm. he is, he's that character. He's Zachary a younger Kin version. Zachary Quinto, I think, was trying to play a young Leonard Nimoy. I, I get the sense Peck is trying to make it a little bit more... Like he's, it's his own interpretation, his own take on the character. Okay, yes, fair you know enough. What I mean, I, 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 yes, I know 100% what you mean. That, that's yeah. not what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, and Def and Anson Mount is definitely not playing a young Jeffrey Hunter. That's for goddamn sure. Like he is completely playing Pike. But canon wise, it's who he is. Right. 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 But we didn't I'm get to see to a, a ton of Pike in the first place, and we've seen decades of Spock. So. Which is, well, again, true. another reason why it's difficult to kind of step into that role. But It, it is, <laughs> but man, has he done a great job. No, he's done a fantastic job. I'm not, I'm not saying he hasn't. He's, he's done a very, very good job. Um, Michael's saying here he he met Anson, Ethan, and Jess. I love how he like meets them, and now he's just on a first-name basis with all of them. Yeah, oh, me right. and Anson and Ethan and Jess were just all, all hanging out at DragonCon last year. Lovely people. They're humbled to be playing these characters. Spent a good 30 minutes chatting with them, and it was amazing. I remember being way back kids in the dim dark days of uh yeah, that was a long time ago folks 1998 i was working as a i was working in the dealer room of toronto trek so it's toronto trek 12 so it was a star trek convention in toronto it used to take place at the royal constellation it was the 12th year it happened and i was working i was selling computer software boxed computer software and with the dealer passes, that, that meant that you could go and watch any of the panels. You can go see any of the things. You didn't have to pay for any of that. Yeah. So I remember going to see, I believe it was Robert Beltran, who played Chakotay on Voyager. Yeah. Sorry, on Voy. And he was up there having a conversation. And so there was a microphone, and you could ask questions. And I remember going up to him and saying, how intimidating was it for you coming into what is probably the most storied franchise on TV? Like, that must have 
weighed upon your shoulders in some and he wasn't even playing like a legacy character that dude was just was playing a brand new original character but even he at the time his answer was like a tremendous responsibility you don't know how much i stressed out over this of even taking a role on a star trek show because you have 40 years of stuff before you tv movies video games cartoons comics books the whole nine yards so imagine so already just coming into star trek itself is going to be hugely hugely intimidating but now you're coming in as james t fucking kirk or spock the two biggest characters because so far for all of them i have to admit carl urban's bones is the closest any of them have come to really emulating that character yeah, because yeah. he's channeling deforest kelly like he is the ghost of deforest kelly when he's well, in we haven't role. had any other bones <clears throat> no we have not had any other bones but you could tell like pine is not playing a young william shatner pine is playing his interpretation of kirk like that's yes. he's playing the character not the actor yes Carl Urban he's is playing, playing DeForest, DeForest Kelly, Kelly. playing yeah, yeah, yeah. Bones. Like, that's what he's doing, and he's yeah. fucking brilliant at it. Much more so than any of the other actors that have come into any of this stuff. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Again, I don't know. Carl I, Urban, I, man, there's nothing that he's done that I can say that uh, I didn't like. Here's my, here's my last question for you on the Strange New Worlds things, and then we'll probably start to wrap this up. But So they're bringing in Carol Kane as the new chief engineer after the regrettable death of Hemmer last year the blind Andorian. But in the final episode, he wasn't Andorian. He was, Oh, uh, uh, whatever the other species yes. from that in particular. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Well, actually he wasn't actually. Andorian. He was <laughs> in the final episode of last season. We had the whole timey, wimey, wibbly wobbly thing. And we saw in the engineering Jeffrey's tubes, an arm reach out to hand somebody a tool. And that arm had a Scottish accent. Yeah. So my question to you is simple. We've gotten Pike, Uhura, Spock, and Una. But uh, obviously, Uhura and Spock are the are the key legacy characters. And now we're getting Kirk. Who amongst, like, what other legacy characters would you like to see reimagined for this show before? Because we are in a time frame, right? Like this so it is has the... to be. It has to be Bones <laughs> or Scotty. Now right. I'm not gonna lie. I I when I find out that. Scotty wasn't going to be the engineer in in season two. I was a little upset. I thought that that was the setup, right? Right. In the last right. season, when you see his hand come out and you hear the Scottish accent, like, oh my god, it's Scotty! We're finally getting Scotty, but we're not getting Scotty. We are not right? getting Scotty. We're getting, we're getting Carol engineer. Kane, by the way. Which I mean, honestly, I fucking love Carol Kane. So yeah, I'm sure she'll be fantastic. But I, yeah. I was hoping for Scotty, right? No, that's fair. Now, what are we going to kill her off too, so that we can get Scotty in season three? Yeah, it's going to be like uh, you, you won't get this reference, but it's going to be like um, to my Harry Potter fans out there. It's going it's to be like the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Every every movie or every book, it's a new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. teacher. That's right. So it's going to be that way with the engineer, I feel. Uh, they kind of did that with Discovery, too. Every single season, it was a new captain because something happened to the old captain in the last season, right? So yeah. maybe it's going to be like that. Maybe that's the running joke in Trek now where, you know, we, we pick one spot. We just have to rotate that spot every fucking season. Hey, it's but. the new red shirt, man, you know? And they so are it's got to be bone, it's gotta be Bones and or Scotty. That's what you're saying. For so me, yeah. Chekhov, great. But, you know, if we never even see Chekhov or Sulu, not that big of a deal. Although I feel like Sulu we're probably not going to see unless they kill off. Uh, Ortegas. Uh, Ortegas. 
Yeah. I, I, I don't see unless they maybe bring in Sulu as like a junior officer who's flying the night shift type deal. Right. Right. And right. that's how we meet Sulu. Maybe he's been there all the time and we don't know. And that would actually mm-hmm. be kind of funny. Uh but <laughs> it's just been hanging out in the lower decks of the ship. Yeah, he's just a lower yeah, decker, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. That's how they all start, right? So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So of course. it would be funny if if that's how they work that in. I, I, I just don't want like I don't want this to become well, that's that's series, why I'm asking you the problem, question. That's right? why I want to know who all do you bring in and who do you leave on the shelf? Like, yeah. do you eventually bring them all in by the time the show ends as Pike kind of hands over the reins to Kirk? Or have to, right? And then you you literally like the final episode of the final season is is Kirk on the bridge of the Enterprise with all of the original I mean, for crying out loud. He's already had cast. visions of his accident. <laughs> We know right? this is a five-year show. We know at the end of the five years, yeah. he's dead or in the dead. wheelchair or whatever, so... and Kirk will take over. Like, we know that's going to happen. That's fine. I'm cool with that. That's good. This so gives if, us the chances. So if they get to five years and that's how it ends, by the time we get to year five, it has to be the original series Enterprise. It has to be that crew minus Pike. You know what I mean? Like, Una right. has to be gone. Pike has to have his accident and then Kirk comes in, but the rest of the crew is already there. Right. Right. Like if that's how we're going, then, then they, they, they all, so have you to slowly kind of point. feed them in and, and I think so. honestly, I think, I think you can just have Una leave with Pike. I don't think that, I don't think you have to get rid of her before he's gone. I think if he Maybe. gets this yeah. debilitating injury and he's the main reason why she's allowed to stay in Starfleet anyway, because of her whole genetically modified thing, if he's the one like protecting her and he's gone and she leaves with him, I'm absolutely fine with that. But does that mean, yeah, does that mean you slowly introduce the other cast, the rest of the cast members throughout the seasons, or do you wait till that last season and then start like fucking shotgunning them in so that at the end of that season, you then get Kirk on the Enterprise with all the cast? I don't know. I don't know. Because right now you really only have Uhura and Spock are the only two that are like there for what that is, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Um, I just want to throw that out to you. That was. I mean, either way, I'm there for it. Um, if if season no, two but you make a good point. I don't good. want this just to be Star Trek 2.0. Like, I don't want this to be original series 2.0. I want this still to be its own thing. Yeah. As cool as it is to see these legacy characters recast on the show, I like Erica. I like Ortega's. You know what I mean? Like, I like a lot yeah. of those side characters that are there. I don't want them to just get replaced automatically with characters that we're already familiar with. I want those characters to have a chance to grow and shine. I like the doctor. I, you know what I mean? Like I like those guys. So yeah. it's a delicate balance. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I will see. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, and that's where I feel like maybe none of them should have been introduced at all. Like it's, it makes sense to maybe introduce a couple because it would make sense also when you've got a new captain on a ship that a lot of those people are going to get transferred out and that new captain is going to bring in a lot of his people. He's going to bring in his buddies, the people he went to the academy with. His, his bridge crew. crew. Yeah. So you would want think bridge that a lot of those people, minus Spock, who we already know was already there, you would think a lot of the bridge crew would be new people that he brought on, right? So, But right. it doesn't look like this is how they're playing it off. They're playing it off as it's just a natural progression, which is fine. Well, this gives him but, a chance now to, uh, to establish a relationship with Spock, right? It does for sure, and 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 I feel like it gives them an opportunity for a, a, a continuation. 
right? right? If they're introducing the cast as we go, by the time Strange New Worlds is done and and, and Pike not dies, but gets into his accident, then you could continue the show as something else, right? Or, or maybe right. keep it Strange New Worlds, but, or whatever, right? It gives right, them that right. opportunity to keep going. I just feel again now we're trading on reboot territory, which is no. I think I think we're good with a five-year timeline. The show centers on Pike as it should, and I think that's the way it has to be until his time is done. And as soon as he's done, the show's done. Like that's how you yeah, end the I show. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yep. Hey, uh, buddy, we've been on for uh, a while now. It's uh, almost twenty past eight. Um, I think we need to wrap this up. I agree. Uh, I did notice man's that go to uh, his badge looks a little different. It looks like they're does updating it? the badge. It does. God damn it. Yeah, they're updating the badge. Well, get your printer ready, sir. Yeah, I'm going to need to uh, see what we can do there. But, uh, yeah, folks, uh, this is going to be it for today. Um, like I said before, if you haven't, or actually, I don't think I said it today, but if you haven't not subscribed to our channel, please take two seconds, click the subscribe button. It really, really, really helps us out. Costs you absolutely nothing. If you click the notification bell, it'll let you know every time we go live or, or that we upload a video. Now, liking this video specifically, I, I love it when you guys like all our videos. But if you like this video specifically, it really helps propagate the podcast through the YouTube verse. So it gets more people on. So make sure you click that like button. Uh, Michael is saying the undershirt uh, is updated too. Uh, it looks like it has. It looks like it's almost a muscle shirt they're wearing. Um uh, Whereas before it was just a t-shirt under their thing. Now they I've have already like got to get, I already got to get shoulder. I want to get shoulder pads in my shirt already. I don't want to, I don't want to have to make a whole other whack of goddamn changes. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's a full <clears throat> muscle yeah. suit they're wearing under their shirt, which is a little bit silly, but I mean, oh, well, I'm not going through that. Dude, forget it. I might put oh, well, uh, shoulder pads in mine, but I'm not. Yeah. yeah yeah uh what do you have do you have anything coming up i don't think we have anything coming up in the for a while now Niagara uh, Ian, I, like, yeah so i've got i've got anime north uh in the end of this month and then i got uh, niagara at the beginning of next month uh i'm sure there's other things that just i'm not my brain i'm tired my brain's not working right now definitely those two things uh anime north like i said i'm just going there to work so it's not i'm not going to be there but but Niagara Falls, we're definitely there in cosplay. I'm doing like paired upper group stuff every single day. So uh, I put my lineup on my account. So if you're curious what I'm going to be or you want to come and say hi or whatever, you can check that out and just look for me when I'm there. I'll be wherever the uh, wherever they're selling the booze. Um, I'll dress up for, I don't know. Dude, what? Well, we're, we're, if, I mean, we're only going for the day. Right? Yeah, but Jesse Ventura is uh, there. How do you not meet Jesse Ventura dressed as the Predator? Yeah, that's 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 a very good point, bro. That's a very very good point. That's um, built-in content for the god you have to do. Thought of that. Yeah, you have, have to do to that. My, uh, ah, for fuck's sake, Rob, are we going to fucking <laughs> Niagara now? Yeah, a fucking course you are. God damn it! What are you? Yeah, what are your minds? Uh, I'm. Uh, we're going. Me and me and producer Jenna going to be going. We're only going for the Saturday, but. That's uh, cool, yeah, but I you got to wear your predators, predators and meet Jesse Ventura. 100% you have to do that. 
All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, the gym yeah, yeah. quite hard over the next. Uh, yeah, you got this, man. You over the next this. couple of weeks, if I want to, believe you. You know, be imposing next to the body. You, you yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, Niagara in a couple of weeks. Yep. Yeah, should be good. That, we'll have a good um, time. There's nothing right now in the books after that. I think until Fan Expo. Uh, for Geese and Co. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's it. Co. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do want to get something on the books between then and there. Yeah, of course. You tell me what you want to do, and we will make it happen. We got to come out yeah. and see you at some point. So I'm sure that's what we can do. We can get a, an event. Part of going what I'm thinking. Way. So, you know, keep an eye out for that, folks, because there are going to be some shenanigans in the GTA happening uh, this summer. I can guarantee you that. Well, well. I think going to be it for now, folks. Uh, again, make sure you click that follow button. Thanks for watching. Stay nerdy. Nah, you know Stay what it is. geeky, everybody. We'll see you next week. What the hell? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now, make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button, as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.